0: With five seconds, he's gonna throw it. Howard leads. He has it. Touchdown. Carolina back from the dead to tie the game with two seconds to go. Snap back, spot down. The kick is cleanly away. It is good. And Big it's with yes, a sir. 54-yard
1: field goal. And how about them Tar Heels? They do it. Here's Cupack. Give it up to Amos. Amos. He's got it. it. He's got it. He's got
0: Jordan back to kick. It's blocked again. Picked up. It'll be a touchdown, Carolina, for Bracey Walker. He blocks his second punt and scores his second touchdown of the season. It's 14 to 13. Mr. Jordan, meet Mr. Walker.
1: Bernard fields it
0: at the 26. Heading to the far side, Gio at the 35, Gio, he's at the 50, no he's not, yes he is, Gio, he's going to take it
1: for a touchdown, are you kidding me?
0: This is the Heel Tough Blog Podcast on Spreaker.com. Welcome in to this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. I'm Anthony Pagnotta. With the news coming out today that Mac Brown was hired for his second go-round in Chapel Hill, we sat down and talked to the Fayetteville Observer Sammy Batten to ask him what he expects from the second tenure for Mac Brown in Chapel Hill. Sammy, how's it going today, sir? Uh, it's
1: great, man. Kind of busy, but uh, I guess that's the fun part of the job when things are hopping and the news is happening.
0: Yeah, this has been some timetable that they've had for this. Uh, you know, of course... Uh, you know, you start with the Larry Fedora firing on San, on Sunday. Um, you know, that news was something that really I don't think came as much of a shock. But then today's news with Mac Brown, I think, did. You know, starting with Larry Fedora, you know, was this the move you think that the Tar Heels needed to make at this time and, you know, let him walk and try to start fresh?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm one of those kind of guys that I hate to see coaches get fired. Uh, you know, I thought Larry had uh, – uh, done some really good things at Carolina that might have won him enough favor uh, that he might have been kept around for one more year. Uh, but I just think a lot of things fell into place, um, you know, including, you know, the availability of Mack Brown and the willingness uh, that he has shown to get back into coaching. Uh, I think other factors, that, you know, the the dwindling attendance at Canaan Stadium. You know, all those things, I think, you know, probably push this thing over the edge. Uh, you know, again, I'm one of those people I hate to see coaches fired. I always like to give them another chance. So I was kind of hoping that they would give Larry another chance. But but there's no doubt that uh, that bringing Mac Brown in does immediately a number of things. One, it's going to invigorate the fan base. I think you'll see... People coming back to Kenan Stadium next year because of because of Mac. Uh, two, uh, it's going to re-energize the recruitment, uh, particularly of in-state players. You know, Mac's known name. He's got a national championship ring, and he had great relationship with all the high school coaches in the state. Uh, and albeit many years ago, but still some of those coaches are around. Uh, and three, I think just nationally, it's going to give UNC. Some positive news, not a lot of positive news uh, has been out there nationally regarding North Carolina football in a long time. So I I think all those factors came together with max availability and and things not going well with Larry that uh, got us to this point.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you know one of the questions for a lot of people really is why so quickly? Do you think it was just because of Mac Brown's availability? Was there maybe some concern that he could go elsewhere, or there's is there maybe another reason that we're not seeing on the surface?
1: Well, no, I don't think it was a, a, a situation where Mac was looking at other options. I think this was probably one of the few that he would have considered. Uh, you know, he has maintained a home in North Carolina. Uh, through the years, even after leaving, you know, his wife, uh, uh, when they, she was a very successful real estate developer around Chapel Hill. So they have maintained those ties to Chapel Hill and in North Carolina. Uh, I don't think any other situation would have appealed to him as much. Uh, I do think that this wasn't like an overnight decision. I think there's been some things going on behind the scenes uh, for a couple of weeks based on a lot of people that I spoke with today um, and uh, so I don't, I don't think this thing just uh, they decided to find Larry in the last game after the last game and then and then they went after Mac I think there's been some you know works behind the scenes that uh, Larry probably knew a couple of weeks ago that this was going to happen you know he wasn't going to be retained and, and I think some overtures had already been made to Mac round and, um, and again Uh, I think this was the only place right now that would have come open that Mac Brown would have been interested in.
0: From what you're hearing, is there any indication that the Tar Heels reached out to anybody else or was Mac Brown pretty much the guy that they honed in on? And uh, once they were able to get him in there, they thought that was going to be the direction they were going.
1: Yeah. I think Mac was the major target. Once he showed interest and, uh, uh, you know, even Scott Satterfield of Appalachian state, who many people had been talking about on message boards as a potential replacement for Larry. Uh, he, he said today in the Southern conference, uh, teleconference that he never had been contacted by North Carolina. Uh, so I think if the search had been anybody, but Mac Brown, Scott Satterfield would have been contacted. So I, I think Mac was their number one goal when they decided they were going to make a change. And, um, and again, he expressed interest immediately, and that's, uh, that's why there were no other real, real candidates.
0: So when you look at Mac Brown, I mean, what can we really expect from him? I mean, I think one of the biggest things that a lot of people are concerned about is the age at 67 years old, the fact that he has been removed from college football now for six years. Um, as a coach, at least, he's been around the game, of course, as an analyst for ESPN. But, you know, what can fans expect, and how important is it for him to get a good staff around him?
1: Well, it's vitally important, and I think we're already hearing that Gene Chiswick may come back as a defensive coordinator, which, you know, I think that was one of the failures of Larry Fedora's uh, era there at UNC, that they were never able to really develop a quality defense. They seemed on their way In the two years Chiswick was there, but then he leaves and things drop right back down. So I, I think that defensive coordinator's job is is vitally important uh, for back. Uh, I think there are a lot of guys out there that could do uh, great offense, but there's only a handful of guys out there that are truly great builders of defenses, and I think Jim Cheswick is probably one of those guys. But, you know, Mack will bring immediate credibility to the program. Uh, again, even though he's been out of coaching for uh, four or five years now, you know, he's still been on the college scene. Uh, people see him on TV, they hear him talk, they know he's knowledgeable about the game. Uh, uh, you know, he has a national championship ring, he's a member of the college. Football Hall of Fame, or will be later in December when he gets inducted. Um, you know, those kind of credentials, you know, make people sit up and, and pay attention to you. And, uh, and the fact that he's had success in Carolina before, you know, I think, uh, uh, again, uh, is just going to be another positive thing. You know, I talked to a lot of his former players today, um, and, and the thing that I kept hearing from them, you know, about, what will be the immediate impact of mac brown at unc where do you see him having the most quick uh, impact and and the thing that they all talked about was the belief that you could be successful that he made even when they were going through one in ten seasons at the start of his career at unc he had the players believing that things were going to turn around uh, how bad things got, and and they got really bad. I was around for those more to ten years, and they were really bad. But uh, he still had those guys believing that eventually things were going to turn around, and he comes back to UNC with much more talent than he had when he got there the first time. So I do think that there's a potential there for a really quick turnaround under Mac, you know, provided he hires the right people. And I think with his connections in college football. I think you're going to see some excellent coordinators uh, come to UNC, and I think you're going to see some former uh, North Carolina stars uh, wind up on Mac Brown's staff. I, you know, there's guys like Natron Means and Dre Bly. You know, mm-hmm. great Tar Heel uh, players in their time who who played for Mac and are now in the coaching game. And uh, I think you're going to see some of those guys. I hope you keeps Tommy Thig been around because I think Tommy's an excellent recruiter and, and, and good coach and, and would be a great addition to his staff too. But I do think you're going to see some former Tar Heels wind up on his staff as well.
0: So when we look at the end of this second tenure for Mac Brown, what do you think will be the storyline that we will be talking about? Will it be a good storyline or will it be one of those times where we look back and say that may not have been the right move?
1: I think we're going to look back and say this was the right move for UNC at this time. It's not the long-range solution, uh, but I think if Mack can hang around for five years and get this thing going back in the right direction, I'm not going to sit here and start counting that they're going to compete with Clemson for the ACC championship or anything like that. But if he can get them, you know, back seven, eight, maybe even nine wins, you know, uh, a season for a couple of years in a row. Um, you know, then the situation looks good for a younger coach to come in, and for North Carolina to attract, uh, you know, a quality uh, replacement for him. And that replacement could very well be on the staff, uh, whoever he hires. Again, until we know exactly who that is, we don't know who might be a coach in waiting. Uh, now that situation not when they did that at Texas with Will Muschamp. Uh, didn't work out very well in Texas for that coaching waiting thing when Mack was there, but still, that doesn't mean it, it wouldn't work here. But uh, but I think after five years, we're going to see this program turned around pretty significantly, and, and I think it'll happen sooner rather than later. And, and uh, you're going to get four or five good years out of Mack, and then maybe he moves into the athletic director's chair. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, there are a bunch of possibilities for him beyond his years in coaching because he is. Uh, such a good ambassador for the university.
0: Seems very possible. Seems very possible. So Sammy Batten of the Fayetteville Observer, stopping by to chat with us. Hey, I want to thank you so much for giving us just a little bit of your time on what has been a crazy day uh, in Chapel Hill and will continue to be a crazy week here as Mac Brown tries to put together his staff. Yeah,
1: man, it's my pleasure, man. It's great being
0: with you. All right. Thank you very much, and you take care, okay? All right, man. Alright, so Sammy Batten of the Fayetteville Observer. You guys heard him right there. He's been a guy that's been covering the North Carolina Tar Heel beat for the Fayetteville Observer for a long, long time. And uh, he actually was on uh, the staff with the Fayetteville Observer when Mac Brown was on the staff back in the mid-90s. And now Mac Brown, of course, is back, as you guys know, earlier today inside Carolina. First reporting, thanks to Greg Barnes, that Mac Brown will be back in Chapel Hill for the 2019 season. He will be the head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels. This announced on Tuesday afternoon. That will be when they will officially announce him as the head coach. Would expect that there will be an introductory press conference sometime more than likely in the mid afternoon, and we will update you when we know more from that or about that if there is stuff released, of course, beforehand. Mac Brown's time in Chapel Hill, the first go round, he went 69 46 and 1, appeared in three major bowl games, did not coach in the final major bowl game, which was the Gator Bowl in 1997, but his track record is as proven as it gets. Of course, his time at Texas is where everyone will turn, where he went to two national championships and won one back in 2005 in one of the biggest upsets in college football history. A lot of people saying that Mac Brown could re-energize the fan base, re-energize the state of North Carolina when it comes to high school recruiting, and potentially get North Carolina turned back in the right direction. It's going to be a matter of waiting and seeing. As always, stick with the Heel Tough blog podcast for the latest updates on everything going on with the North Carolina Tar Heels football program. Thank you guys for listening, and as always, go Tar Heels!